You know what they say about third seasons? What do they say? It's the third season. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, it's time for us to talk about some more Sailor Moon. Like we didn't talk about it last week or the week before. But hey, we got a new season to talk about. That's always exciting, right? Someone's someone's not on the excitement train to excite though. Somebody's a little salty. Choo choo. Hello, welcome to Jared and I watch Sailor Moon Crystal, episode number twenty seven. I'm Jared. And Ladium's over there. I am. Hi, everybody. Wherever there is. Uh on my couch. And Virginia in my PJs. Nice. Yeah. We are going to talk to you about the season three premiere. Act 27, Infinity 1, Premonition Part 1. Because they, for some reason, thought that they had to cut this into two parts. And really, they didn't. Mm-mm. Let's be real. Yeah, they didn't. Oh, it's you know it's been such a long time since we talked about Sailor Moon. I, do you remember what Sailor Moon is? Uh, not really, <laughs> not really. It's just it's a show I guess we watch occasionally. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, I think I think there's a girl involved. There's like a couple. Yeah. Some Wait, do you mean happened. a couple girls or like there's an actual couple? I guess that both works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a child. And a cat times a lot of cats. two. Yeah, now I guess it's times three. Tiny cat. Oh, I love tiny cat. Tiny cats are here. To stay. <laughs> well, we are we are back on our bullshit, so welcome to arc three, the Deathbusters arc. Who are you gonna call? Deathbusters. Wait, aren't they the villains? Don't yes. call them. Yes, who are you gonna call them? You gotta call Bad Dad Keith Silverstein up, and he'll be like, "What are you doing? You should not be here. Oh, I'm a bad dad." Okay, so I do want to say though, I'm so happy he's here, and he is straight up pulling out the hawk mouth voice. It's yeah, it's, it's totally the same voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm buying it. You're a villain. I got you." Which is funny because in this episode, he portrays his good dad voice, which is just Peppy keeps keeps Silverstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you do get the the duality of Keith Silverstein in this episode, don't you? You get the duality of him and Tara Platt as well, since they're they're both parents and like, well, one of them is both parents. The other one is a parent and something else. Oh, uh. but yeah, that's a funny it's a funny coincidence. But hey, hello, we are back on season three. We're going to talk to you about that. It's the third arc. It's my favorite arc, but some things have to have happened in, in the time between the end of season two and the beginning of season three. Most notably, they completely revamped the animation style, <laughs> which I know you obviously were not watching at the time, Mm-mm. but the general consensus coming out of season two was that this animation style isn't working. Like a lot of the animation is just. Botched. And I think 
I guess like I didn't really hear a lot about season two in particular, so I think like they kind of finally found their groove when that season came to be. But the overwhelming, overwhelmingly negative opinions that came about for like the first couple of episodes and how just like so like just the jank that was in those episodes permeated throughout like the entirety of that that run. Essentially, it was the the Xbox One and the DRM situation of anime. If you want to use that as a comparison. So by the time that, you know, there'd been basically, I think a year off between season two and season three. So by the time 2016 comes around, they're like, Hey, we're making another season of this. Uh, here's your first look at it. And it just looks completely different. Also, we're changing it from biweekly to weekly, which I think that is, that's probably one of the main reasons why they switched this more, you know, traditional, I guess traditional in the way that most modern animes look nowadays style because it's easy to, to knock that stuff out in a week. And that's like just the general formula for weekly animes that they, they look like that. Essentially you can get away with doing like different like styles and aesthetics when you're doing it bi-weekly like they did with the first two seasons. You're not going to get away with doing that when you're doing it weekly. I think, I think that's probably one of the, the main factors of why, it looks the way it does. And also they basically responded to the overwhelmingly negative opinions about the first two seasons and the animation style of that. And they thought, Oh God, we need to do something and change this right away. Or people are not going to watch this. And I think and that, I, that's also, you know, a big, a big factor to it. You clarified to me that I've watched the best versions of season one and two, which correct. Yeah, I get that. But and, I and also, really... to be fair, you're not watching the best versions of season three, I think. Really? Because I think this is just the straight-up airings that happen on TV. I don't mm-hmm. think these are, like, the, the touched-up, like, home-release versions. Oh, okay. Specifically just because, like, the, the, the credits and everything are still in Japanese and all that stuff. Correct. Which I don't, I don't think that would really change your opinion in the slightest way possible, really. It would probably look a, maybe a little bit better, but... From from what I've gathered gathered from what you think of this, I don't think that would really sway you one way or the other. Oh, I hate it. I absolutely hate <laughs> the art. I freaking hate and detest everything about the new art. Like, it was appalling to me when I first started it because we, we kind of wasn't that long between us going from last season to season three. And I was like, yay, I'm so hyped. That was a good season. This is going to be great. What the f- happened (laughs) like everybody is shiny and the art is weird and i know that you kind of got on my case for calling it generic but i mean you um, can call it generic it's pretty generic because like i think like just like watching the first few episodes that we did like i feel like you could definitely make the complaint that this the show has a lot of same face syndrome Oh, way yeah. more than it did in the first two seasons which you and, could you could kind of pick out here and there when they were doing it then mm-hmm. but here it, it definitely i think falls far more like prevalent and i don't know if like that's something they, they'd fix for home release or not i think the issue though is that i understand that there was a lot of backlash against the original style but I feel like they've made it so dang vanilla that I'm just like, okay, so they're not taking any risks at all with it now because they want to make sure that like 
nobody will ever complain about this except for me. I I think that's that's a brilliant point actually. Like it it's a very safe style, and it's it's why like you could look at it and like place it up against like half the shows that are running this season, and it would, it would probably look pretty similar in a yeah. sense. And it, it it is kind of strange as well because. I feel like you're the only person I've ever heard who was like, who's had the inverse reaction to the animation styles, <laughs> <laughs> who was like the first two seasons and then came to season three and was like, F- this. Well, and I was going to say this is minor, but it's really not minor. Um, one of my real big issues with this art style is that they're actually sexualizing them a lot more. And I dislike that a lot. Mm hmm. So with transformation sequences now, every single transformation sequence, we're getting butt cheeks, even on a seven-year-old. Well, you like, have, that, you but have that to, didn't happen. It happens in the original anime. But why? Because that's just what... That's that's the magical girl genre. But is it? Because yes. it, I've been reading the manga and it's not like that. And even in like the, the in, author... In animes it is. Right, right. But the author would even get like super mad if yeah, 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 she yeah. saw anything. It's like, oh, her panties are showing. That's not how it's supposed to be. And I'm I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on that. And then like the first two seasons didn't have that. And right. like they had the bodysuit and it covered everything. I, yeah. I'm just saying like this has happened before. Like it And happened. everybody's naked. Everybody's naked in the intro. Why is everybody naked? That doesn't need to happen. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that is, that is definitely extreme. Like I would agree with you. Like I don't know why that's there. Why it's what 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 purpose it serves? Because like, it doesn't really serve any purpose. Just to like to throw them there and just have no clothes on. Like it's it's meaningless. But the transformation thing you mentioned. Like I don't remember if they did it on Chibiusa or not in the original. I'd have to go back and look. But mm-hmm. for everyone else, like you would, it would be like the the style that they have it, where like it's like stylized. With the, they're they're basically naked, but you don't really see anything. Right. But you would see features like that. You would see like the butts and stuff. But I mean, this one, once their bodysuit appears, like you specifically get a shot of their butts with the bodysuit on with butt cheeks hanging out. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think that's ridiculous. And I, maybe that's part of my complaint here is that I feel like they're just trying to like straight up be as generic anime as possible. All right. Well, anime shows people's butts. Let's show people's butts. Anime does this art style. Let's do this art style. It's just like. Anything that I thought was really unique and interesting about the first two seasons and how they were portraying it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, well, nobody liked that, so we have to go back to this style. I'm like, oh, no, because personally, as a woman who was really, really enjoying how people were portrayed and how things looked, and now it's like, okay, now everybody's naked. Cool. That's not like any other anime ever. Like, ugh. Let me let me ask you this because did you did you get a chance to read like the any of the the new stuff for the manga, like of um, this stuff? I've read basically the equivalent of this episode. Okay, what did you think of that compared to this? In terms of the content, it was yes. great. Okay, which I think that's going to be the key sticking point because if if I'm being honest with you, and I've mentioned this before that like this is my favorite arc of mm-hmm. Sailor Moon. If I was to rank it in terms of like of forms of media I've seen of it, of the manga, original anime, and Crystal, I would order them in that exact order with 
the manga is the best version, the 90s anime comes second, and then Crystal's the last version. Okay. Because I like even going back and rereading some of the stuff that like, you know, after we watched a couple of those episodes, like there's quite a few things that they leave out of the manga and so in and in Crystal and just like some of the changes that they they do use, it's like I don't really I don't really necessarily like even though like the same the story is relatively the same. Like if you were like, "Hey, which of these would you rather prefer?" I'd be like, "Go read the manga of this." Because that's the best version. <laughs> and that's actually one of the things that I texted you when we first started this this season. I was like, I know you said this is your favorite, and I really, really hope that the story makes up for it because I hate what I'm seeing I, right now. I think it will. Like if you if you you know throw away like just the animation style and crystal aside, like this story does. I think some real interesting interesting things that hasn't been done in the series yet, and there are a lot of real dichotomies that you're not necessarily expecting that they throw at you as well. And it also just like how they portray different characters and just like, especially for the time frame that the series came out and how like they have certain characters in it in a country. It's that, pretty groundbreaking. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It really is like, I think a lot of that stuff is just fantastic and super fascinating. And I think that's kind of like one of the reasons why, like I just adore this, this arc so much is it, it does like so many new things and even though it's doing all this like new thing this new you know story beats and characterizations and all of that like it it still feels like sailor moon like nothing about that changes but yeah like i i completely understand where you're coming from in terms of of not liking the 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 graphic changes they made to crystal yeah and you guys are experiencing like maybe a tenth of the awful, awful text messages Jared got the entire time <laughs> we were watching this. Cause I was livid. I could tell I was you were really, <laughs> really upset. Like I was, people can always tell when I'm mad in a text message, which is interesting. Cause usually you have a hard time conveying actual emotions via text, mm-hmm. but I could tell that you knew I was mad. Yeah. And I was afraid that I was going to offend you because I know how much you really like this arc. So I was trying really hard to like be nice about it. Right. <laughs> but it's nothing against the story. Absolutely nothing against the story because everything I've read about the story so far, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm in. This is awesome. Which I think I kind of just... was like getting a little upset like last night. You because... were. I could tell. Just because like it was just you dumping on it the entire time. I was like, wait, no, there's look, there's good things to this. And like. <laughs> And, like, I don't think I was able to convey that that well, but, like, but look, this is the worst version of this arc you're going to get. Everybody's so shiny. Everyone's very shiny. And naked. <laughs> For some reason, naked. And, like, the opening and closing, I absolutely detest. I mean, especially when you're coming from just ripping guitar licks, like, it is a bit of a step down. Like, I, I do say that, like, the the final version of the opening you get is the best version because you get just the best harmonies and it sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the endings are just like... But Moon Pride had the harmonies. Well, it's, it's because it's the, and, same, and the same group that does it. That's know, why it's good. I know, I know, I know. The endings are a little bit strange just because like... Because, you know, the the first two seasons had the same ending. And yeah. in this one, they, they have like three different endings. 
Huh. And I don't really know if this show needed three different endings. Other than, mm-hmm. hey, we need to sell CDs. Yeah. Which I feel like that's a lot of what this season tried to do was make up for potential losses that they had for the first two seasons with merchandising the hell out of season three and trying to change the animation so it would appease everyone. Yeah. But in my opinion, it's telling that I actually spent real money on Moon Pride and I want nothing to do with any of the new ones. Nothing. <laughs> I spent money, guys. And I'm poor. I am poor. I don't even know if you can get like the other season openings on iTunes or not. So even if I could, I wouldn't because that would be equivalent to like me buying French fries. And I'm like, French fries are much better than this. Even if it's one thing of French fries. French fries are pretty good. Yeah, French fries are delicious. So I would give you that. See, I got a good point. French fries. <laughs> Thanks, French fries. Mm-hmm. You're my pal, French fries. You don't betray me. <laughs> so bad. It's real telling that we've gone almost like, well, how, how long have we been going? 17 and a half minutes and we've yet to talk about the episode. <laughs> yep, yep. I think like this... You knew what, this was going to happen. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that's why I said, hey, you, we should do this so you can vent. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing before we, we move on and actually talk about the episode proper. I think the main reason why this is the way it is and why, hey, you're mad about it. And why it looks so generic is because because Toei Animation is doing it. And I don't think Toei Animation is, is that good, as, as good as they think they are anymore. Like, if you look at how certain episodes of Dragon Ball Super have looked, if you look at... <laughs> <laughs> barring your opinion aside. <laughs> I have very, very you do. strong opinions, you guys. And just, like, looking at how people have reacted to Crystal... In terms of the season and the first two seasons, like they have, uh, they have a a tight grip on on big licenses. Like I think they have this, they have Dragon Ball. I I think they might have One Piece as well, which is like that's a that's a huge like bit of the pie, so to speak, mm-hmm. in terms of anime. But you never really hear, like, any of those shows and, like, how, oh, yeah, their animation's real good on a consistent basis. And even with Crystal, where it's, like, they're not doing that many episodes, the animation isn't great. Like, it could be better. Like, it could be a lot better. Like, if you if you put this franchise in the hands of, like, any number of other studios, like a Lurch, like, um... A studio dean like give kyoto animation the sailor moon license and imagine what that show would look like that would be perfecto and you can you could just imagine like how much better they could make this series and i think like that's just one of the it's one of the unfortunate parts and one of the downfalls of this show is that it's with an animation company that still thinks it's the nine, the early '90s, and they're in their heyday, when it's 2017, and they're not. Like they have these big licenses, but I don't think they're giving them their full potential. 
but that's just my two cents on the matter. I have, I, I, have, I have a quarter and a, and a nickel. I'm going to rub them together and say that's my two cents on the matter. And I'm just a grump. <laughs> I don't have any money on me, so you don't get any money. I have, um, what do I have? I have a little one-up mushroom. That's all I've got. It's it makes sound. It's a poison one-up mushroom right now. And just makes sounds if you press a button. I don't think I can do that, though, because we'll get sued. Nintendo would, would murder us. Reggie would come and just beat my ass. I mean... You know he would. Would you be really upset, though? Like, you could tell people that you got your ass beat by Reggie Filsame. I'd tell him I, I put up a fight. Yeah. Even though it's totally not true. Yeah, no, Reggie's huge. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about this episode, I guess, while we still have time. This is going to be, like, the longest episode we've done ever. Because we're already <laughs> at 20 minutes, and you've yet to talk about this episode. To be fair, there isn't a whole lot, like, in this episode introduction that especially like, yeah, especially because they stretch it out into two episodes which it doesn't need it doesn't need it because the latter half of both of this episode and part two which we'll talk about next week like half of the latter half of the episode is transformation sequences yep and that's like it's like hey we get it you really want to show off these new transformation sequences you did because you're not doing them in cg anymore and people are real happy about that they're not as good but like you don't really need to show them off in 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 sequence for six every to, single one of for them. six to seven different people both times like this by the time you get through on the second episode you're like yeah we get it we get the point yeah they transformed we got it but anyways uh, so we start this episode Usagi is like hello I'm late to school what a shocker I've also have this new accent. <laughs> And she also introduces everybody again. Yeah. Would you, she kind of does that in the manga. Like she, she basically kind of like gives like a, a like a brief, brief recap of like some yeah. like things that happened last time, but she's not reintroducing everyone. But that was, I think basically like, Hey, I think I, I mentioned this to you yesterday. It was like, it's a soft reboot. It, it's a soft reboot with the series. So they have to kind of do this, Um. which is silly. Were you going to say something? No, I'm trying to remember oh. like how it started because I know that it's got like Usagi being late and then Chibiusa is talking about needing to eat breakfast because it's the most important meal of the yes. day. Just it's like just family. funny. And Mamaru's grumpy. Mamaru's grumpy because Usagi's late. Uh, Usagi's dad talks about de-evolution or whatever because of that news report. <laughs> That was funny. She's like, let's just talk about de-evolution real quick. We're going to have a little lesson. Like, hmm, I wonder if this is going to become relevant anytime no. soon. Nope. Never comes up again. That's a lie. It does come up again. No. <laughs> I guess also um, we start the episode with a, myster with a mysterious voice Ooh. and a mysterious lady. Who we learned the mysterious voices is... Pharaoh 90 which he has a cool deep voice and sounds villainous not like wise man thankfully Pharaoh 90 reminds me of like Eiffel 65 <laughs> he's blue da ba dee da ba da <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of when I read his name I'm like <laughs> is he like a really bad 90s techno group like Pretty who much. is Pharaoh 90 we'll, we'll learn about him later on 
All right. We don't know who he is yet. We get well, some, then, some witches. Yeah. We don't get witches, the witches five until I think next episode. Oh, but we get sorry. some. We got we got a lot of premonitions. Like Mama wakes up, Ray gets startled. Everyone's having all these premonitions, and then we get into Usagi being late and all that jazz. Ah, yeah, yeah, you're right. Anyways, what else happens? Oh, oh, Usagi goes to the arcade. This is where she reintroduces everyone. They play this new hot arcade game, which it's a racing game, but you somehow need to wear a helmet for it. That was so weird. Yeah. Oh, I guess before this also we get we get briefly introduced to two new characters. Mm-hmm. One's swimming, one's a race car driver. With a helicopter. With a helicopter. They both have helicopters. That's amazing. Yes. I don't even like helicopters because of heights, but like I'd be pretty impressed if someone's like, I have a helicopter. <laughs> There's a scene featuring the helicopter in basically the next episode that we will have to watch, which is real ridiculous. <laughs> so look forward to that. So yeah, we get kind of introduced to them and then we re-meet the same race car driver in the arcade. Mm-hmm. Playing the race car game. Yes, playing the race car game. And then Makado and Minako are extremely crushing over this person. And Usagi's like, uh, uh. Meanwhile, on outside, uh, Mamoru bumps into the other person we were introduced who mm-hmm. was swimming. She dropped her mirror. And she says that Mamoru was probably a prince in his former life. And he was like, well, that's a strange eyes. thing to say. <laughs> you just met me. You just met me. What? I just. <laughs> he talks just like a prince all the time yes. while he's doing this. What do you mean? <laughs> Why are we both making them French? I don't know, because it's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Mamoru is a French man. His way is, is pretty funny. Well, you made Usagi French, too. That's <laughs> We're just watching the French dub. <laughs> so this, you get. Did sorry. we get the theme park this episode? The theme park is next episode, I think. Okay. Okay. Yes. Next. No. Yeah. Mm. Do we get the phone call about the theme park this episode? Maybe. I don't remember actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it should have been one episode and not two. That's true. I think it's next episode because all because that's the second the second part. Of, because there's another battle, and that's when that ha- stuff happens. I think it's next episode. Okay. I'm like 75% sure. At least we'll, we'll figure that out next time. Okay. But we do, we do have a fight here in the middle of the street. So they transform and fight this, this daemon who has taken over this young schoolgirl. All the while, everyone else is just watching on, which is kind of the, the weirdest part. Yeah, that was weird. Especially, like, after they save her and, like, Makoto, I think, is like, get this girl to the hospital. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Which, I mean, granted, if you read Codename Sailor V, like, Sailor V's in the news all the time. So, like, everyone's kind of aware of her. So, it, I guess it would it, it would be reason to believe that everyone would be aware of the Sailor Guardians to some extent. Yeah. It's just weird because, like, you never see civilians. Interacting. Interacting. And then, like, that that many of them in the same space that like a fight's going on but yeah that's basically and, and then like yeah there was like 30 minutes of transformations before that fight happened yeah it took forever and like we were saying earlier by the time that like you get to the second episode and they do it again you're like okay i got it and like this is coming from two people who are like magical girls are the best mm-hmm. it's like 
eventually you kind of get transformation overload. You gotta you gotta pull it back a little bit, guys. Right. I think that's where the the episode ends. I could be wrong. But like I, I said, believe you. It, they do split this because this is one chapter in the manga and they for some reason decided to split it up and I really don't think that it needed to be split up. The only reason like I think they try to is because they start to deviate from the way the uh, the manga chapters are structured. Because like at the end of the first chapter of arc three, uh, what happens there is that like is that's when you see Sailor Moon and Sailor Chibi Moon transform right before the fight. That you'll we'll talk about next week, but in this it, they they include all of that fight, which is basically the the beginning of the next chapter in the manga. So things are going to start to deviate from what you think, and it's real weird. And I don't think it really benefits from that, to be honest. Yeah, especially because like last season they they pretty much stuck to it. Yeah, so like I don't really, I don't really understand why they would do this. Shrug shoulders. Yeah. Anyways, you want to talk about some changes? Uh, besides it sucking <laughs> in terms of art, yeah. I mean, surprisingly, they changed the animation style is not one of the changes on this list. Because uh. it's not from the manga or the original anime. Changes from the manga. Uh, Ami, Rei, Makoto, and Minako transform via planet power on their own power without using transformation devices. Which it was weird to see the the old transformation sticks that they have being used with their new power mm-hmm. because we will see like new and improved ones later on this season it is never shown how the student became possessed with a diamond or daemon excuse me nor do the daemon eggs make an appearance which they do in oh. here and i think the reason they put they have them in here in crystal is because it's a callback to the original anime mm. which i think that's going to be something that's going to be interesting for you because with the way they have that, and with, and with you've basically seen in the first couple of episodes how they've they've really become more trying to push the comedy side of Sailor Moon. Yep. And like how with how expressive they are and everything, that really feels like it's hey, this is nostalgia for the original anime. Which I mean, like, granted, the manga does have some of that stuff, but I think the original anime kind of took it to another step. And it feels like this is kind of trying to go towards where the original anime was and kind of going a little bit of ways from how the manga handles that stuff. So I will I will miss out on some of that nostalgia stuff there. Yeah, I guess that would be the that'd be the case. Hmm. Uh, Sailor Mercury d- doesn't use her goggles to scan the, the daemon to reveal a student trapped within it. And here's her changes from the original anime, which oh, there's a lot. <laughs> Usagi transformed with moon crystal power for the last time as the mystical crystal star brooch was shattered by a daemon soon after. This was also the last time she had the cutie moon rods attack moon princess Halation, which proved to be ineffective. The silver crystal inside the cosmic moon compact never reacted whenever daemon were around. Usagi and Minako were the only ones who fell for Haruka, believing that she was a male. Hotaru did not appear... What? Spoilers? Spoilers. I mean... It's not really that difficult to it's, figure it's, out. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. Hotaro did not appear until the reappearance of... <coughs> and after the mystical Holy Grail was revealed and, and gained by... <coughs> some, that's, that's, I, there's some spoilers in that one. <laughs> like legitimate spoilers. All right. Pharaoh 90 had no actual lines other than growls and gave no spoken commands to the Death Brothers whatsoever, appearing only at the end of the Sailor Moon S season. It's true. The Tauron crystal never appeared in the original anime. 
The stronger elemental attacks Jupiter Coconut Cyclone and Venus Wind Chain Sword were never used. Your favorite attack, Jupiter Coconut Cyclone. I was so confused. I texted you. I was like, did she, did she just say coconut? Yep. Usagi's parents never appeared in the third season. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll address that one later. All right. Well, this one, or that one specifically. The one I, I did not read. Uh, Mercury, Mars, Jupiter, and Venus were never granted stronger planet powers, nor used the command planet power in Season 3. Daemon eggs were white and were used to take possession of inanimate, inanimate objects, not living creatures. It was suspected one monster in a flashback was a daemon due to its similar appearance of the generic ma manga daemon, though it showed no evidence in the anime of being connected to the Deathbusters. So basically, in the original show, like, you would see a lot of, like, Witches 5 and the Deathbusters in, like, this laboratory, and they would take the daemon eggs... And then, like, just something else, like, an ordinary object, like, I don't know, like, a phone. And they would mush, basically, they had this device that would, like, combine the two. And that's what, ha that's how you get your, like, essentially, that would be your monster of the week. Oh, And that's okay. how they did that. Uh, also, Mugen Academy was never mentioned or suspected to be linked to the Daemon attacks or the headquarters of Deathbusters until very late in Season 3. And that's basically it. Um, in, in the manga version that I'm reading, they call it Infinity in yeah, Academy. I think that's because, like, Mugen roughly translates to Infinity. Mm -hmm. Not, no, that's not what I want, Google. I don't want Mugen, the fighting game thing. They've also just stopped translating people's names. Yeah, that's the, the strangest thing. Like, uh, we're all Japanese now. Except for the ones of us who were not Japanese to begin with. We're, we're still going to be Americanized. Yeah, Infin Infinity in Japanese is Mugen. Okay. Which so is something that really f threw me off when I was playing through Sailor Moon Another Story because that's also how they translate it. They're like, it's the Infinity School. And I was like, what the hell is the Infinity School? <laughs> 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 but yeah, like, it's, yeah like, like you were saying, it's super weird how, for some reason, I feel like I read this when I was researching uh, the Sailor Moon manga for my paper. Because I think, I think when they got the license for the manga, they started with season three, or arc three, and basically they redid or they they kept like the original Senshi's names because I think arc three hadn't aired in America yet. So they kept or so they kept like the original Americanized names, but also kept the Japanese names for the new characters. It was something real weird about like how like they brought the manga over, or like they they had done some of the the first couple of arcs and then did like another imprint and did and did the third arc while the first two were still going on. It's it's real confusing. I'd have to go. Some of the names in the it. second arc were not translated either. Right. And but it was like minor characters like yeah. um, boob grab McGee boy crush man crush. Yeah, man crush. He he uh, he was Japanese. So yeah, but then you still had Melvin. Melvin oh. and Andy, the arcade boy. Our favorite Melvin. <laughs> what a good boy. So yeah, do you want to do you want to get anything else off your chest before we we head off to the great beyond? That's an REM song. Is it really? It is. <laughs> of course, you would know that. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh no, I just I, I I'm excited for the story, but I'm still real salty in general <laughs> are you saying in general like in just in life or for this 
I mean, can't it be both? True, it can. <laughs> but I, I was specifically referring to this because I'm I'm really, really not happy with it. All right. All right, all um, right, all right, all right. But I believe in you enough Thanks. that I'm like, you know what? The story's got to be good because this is Jared's favorite. So Someone even if the art is... I do believe in you. Even if the art is literal trash, I'm in it for the story. So... Also, stop making everybody so shiny. Not everybody has to be so shiny. They really shined them up real good. Put a lot of spit polish on them. That's a squeaky queen sound. You know and love. All right. Next time, we will talk about Act 27. Wait, we just talked about it. Just kidding. We're going to talk about it again with Infinity 1 Premonition Part 2. That should have been part of part one. But should have been part of part one. Yeah. Meh. So yeah. Look forward look forward to that. And uh, if you want more from information from us, go to seasonlamycheckup.com or SAC.cool for past episodes of this, where you can listen to us talk about seasons one and two, uh, the Season Lamy Checkup and Season Lamy Checkup OVA podcast columns and reviews. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com for her columns and reviews and just pictures of salt. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Just pi- piles and piles of salt. The salt mines are, are located there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup, where we post a lot of pictures of pepper. And you can also feel free to uh, talk to us about how much this art style is garbage. <laughs> They're all going to be like, you guys are wrong. Go f*** yourselves. I will fight them because they're wrong. Whoa, shots fired. Yeah. Bleh, bleh. Anyways, <laughs> next time <Guard's> we <laughs> next time we will talk about the second part of this episode and be like, well, that was a lot of transformation sequences, I guess. We're going to go to the theme part.